0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching thirty seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in thirty seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. My phone is blowing up with people who say he's out. I don't know. I don't. Why would a Republican know <laughs> whether Tim Kaine is out? It makes sense though when you think about it. six-year commitment. In the Senate, in theory, it's a six-year commitment. Um, it's it's the best political gig you can get because you don't have to run for re-election every two years. Think about it, a governor in most states, not Virginia, you have to run for re-election in four years. Six years? I mean, you could really infuriate everybody the first two or three years and then have a three-year you know, suck-up to <laughs> make people happy again and still get re-elected. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, I think he's old enough and he's checked all the boxes and I don't think anyone, you know, no offense to Tim Kaine. I don't think anybody believes that he's going to get back in the queue to run for president or, you know, be picked again as, as a vice presidential nominee. So what else, you know, what's the point, especially if you think you've got another Democrat who believes like you do wrongly on a lot of issues. Why, why would you give up the end of your, professional career, and, and you know, based on health, your life, when you could bank some money, go to a big company, bank some money, campaign for other people, kind of be a kingmaker maybe. It would make sense if he dropped out. So, I don't know. I mean, Abigail Spamberger, can she win statewide? Everybody's talking about her running for governor. You wonder, I wonder if LeVar Stoney thinks he could run for U.S. Senate as a Democrat. God, can you imagine? I'd, I'd love to see that race. Because you know, he thinks he's done a great job in Richmond. I'm sure if we had him if he, if, if he came back on, I 'm sure he'd t- he would try to sell us on the idea that he's done just an amazing job in very difficult times, which come on, I'm not, I mean that's just a joke. Um, but then what who do the Republicans run? Jim Gilmore? he's run for Senate twice. I think Governor Allen doesn't want to run again um, after what he's been through. He was a great governor. I worked for him when he was senator. He did. I think he did a great job. I'm so frustrated with the way that ended. I don't think it was fair. But look, politics isn't fair. And the national media, really, that was the year that everything started to change. Um, they just weren't interested in anything that wasn't Democrat, um, that, that race against Jim Webb. So is it Jim Gilmore? Is it is it Nick Freitas? Somebody said, oh, Nick Freitas should run for Senate. And I mentioned earlier, I was at a political event the other day. Um, oh, you know what it was? It was the Governor's Gala at the at the Marriott downtown. No offense to the Marriott, but if I was a Republican, I wouldn't be planning an event at a Richmond City venue because you're not friends there. But anyway, um, There were several people who said, I want you to meet so-and-so. He's going to run for the United States Senate. And I thought, I don't know you. I mean, it's nice. I'm sure you have a wonderful resume, and I like you based on this 30-second interaction. You seem very dignified and everything. But, but, you know, running for the Senate, you probably – you better work so that people know who you are, right? You can't just be, hey, I'm a good guy, and I have an interesting – career and background and uh, unless you've got 500 million dollars in the bank like glenn young i mean glenn young can can finance this stuff he can he he's legit so i'm not impugning him but you if you've got enough money you can buy the airtime and the people to help solidify an image which hopefully is true but if you don't have any money how are you going to do this so well, I'm really curious as to what's going to happen with Tim. Kaine. May, Adam? Maybe that's one reason he hasn't come on in a while. Is that he's like, I don't give a damn. I'm about to drop. I'm about to leave anyway. That's me. That's me making excuses that it's not just he doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> but uh, could you, if he drops out, will you put in a call today to his office and see if we'll come in next week? I'd be curious to talk through that with him. Um, listen, lots going on around town this weekend. Looks like the weather's gonna be okay, at least on Saturday, maybe some rain on Sunday. Dave Saunders, the chief idea officer at Madison and Maine PR firm is with us this morning. You've, you've done some consulting on campaigns. What's your gut reaction? Who runs if Tim Kaine drops out? You know, Richmond city stuff pretty well. Is there, what do you think? It's unfair of oh me to my. ask that because I didn't prepare you for it. But what do you think?
1: Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. Really? Quite okay. honestly. Uh, you know, I, I we have done some consulting and things like that. But I think your logic on Kane is uh, spot on. I wouldn't want to sit in a job you know, for that long and have people in Virginia say, you're not concentrating on the job we elected you to mm-hmm. and you're seeking higher office and that sort of thing, too. So I tend to think he's probably going to pull the plug early and let others – uh, jump in that race well
0: next week we'll be if that's if that happens next week's going to be all about oh my god who is it who's going to run but okay uh well yeah. we don't have to talk politics and i don't want to put you on the spot because you you're usually no pretty problem. good at staying above the fray the ugliness and everything what's going on around town this weekend Anything that good
1: well, hey, man, I wish I was taking a trip to Thailand or something like that, <laughs> like you, yeah. but uh, congratulations, World Traveler, 97 countries, it, is that right? It was.
0: A, it's a great um, lifelong journey, and I tell you what, these countries are amazing places to visit. Some of them kind of rough, yeah. but it, you know you're in a different part of the world with a different culture, and I value the chance to see these people and meet them and see their history,
1: and um, it was great. Yeah, thank you. I I am jealous, but I am happy for you that you're able to make the trip. Mm-hmm. For the rest of us poor people who have to stay <laughs> in and around the Richmond area this week, and I've got some great stuff. And if you love to laugh, tonight, Jim Gaffigan yeah. uh, is at the Altria Theater. There's a few tickets left. Uh, it's a pricey ticket, 52 bucks, but this guy is the best. If you've ever seen him, he's Six-time Grammy-nominated, two-time New York bestseller, three-time Emmy-winning touring performer. He is one of the funniest guys around.
0: He's kind Uh, of the red-headed guy, right? With the glass, a little, little heavy, not
1: crazy heavy, but... Just Google Jim Gaffigan (laughs) Hot Pockets. Okay. And that's one of the funniest bits I've ever seen. Hot Pockets. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Gaffigan tonight, uh, a major uh, touring headliner at the Altria Theater night. They should sell that out. Get your tickets this morning, uh, right after the Kane announcement, and then you'll, you'll (laughs) you'll get in there on time. All right. The, uh, and then all weekend, uh, for, for guys like me who like to spend way too much money on something that glides along the water, the downtown Richmond Boat Show is today, Saturday, and Sunday. This is inside at the convention center. Mm. Um, so they have, I think they're going to have over 150 boats. Uh, it's uh, 15 bucks to get in, and uh, the kids under 16 are free. Um, I saw them loading in some monstrosities uh, when I drove by the convention center yesterday. So that mm-hmm. ought to be a good show. Uh, it is the a large boats? convention center. Yeah, motorboats yeah. uh, um, almost exclusively there, but also all the other stuff that you can buy to put on in and around your boat. Uh, they'll have over sixty different brands of boats represented there at the show. And um, so, what you do is you go around and find
0: the person that you think is most likely to buy the nicest boat, and then just be friends with them.
1: And, that's a good. That's <laughs> a good call. Yes, that's uh, exactly. <laughs> since I, since I you know the uh, bills
0: you're paying for your boat.
1: Well, I was going to say that's a family friendly event. Take the kids, but not your wife, because your wife <laughs> will be the one who says, "Please do not buy the boat." Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, and then Saturday night, um, I've talked before about the eighties cover bands and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. here you go. Rise of the millennials, Calabunga dudes. Hmm. It is saved by the nineties, uh, Saturday night at the national, uh, tickets are only 18 bucks and this is an all ages show. And so you can, uh, bring the, uh, the kids as well, but they're bringing back the nineties in style with a big interactive party and a and a 90s cover band that they say will quote blow your socks off
0: so who goes to that dave is that people from my generation or you know five years younger than me or is it 20 somethings now who think that that's cool and i mean it's hard for me to imagine that that's retro but god i mean the 90s it's 2023
1: so that is a little in the past now 10 years ago I was taking my kids to see the 80s cover bands so I'm assuming that now it's the 40-somethings who uh maybe almost 40 at the end of the spectrum you know millennial spectrum taking their teenage kids there uh to see all the mm. wonderful things that were the 90s now mm. in my opinion the 80s had the best music the 90s weren't that great but that's okay there were a few things in the 90s there that were pretty good You know but, what's uh, funny
0: we were driving back from Dulles Airport after the crazy 20-some days. Uh, um, and Nor- I told Alonzo, like, I don't want to hear this modern garbage. He likes some music that I just can't, the foul language and stuff. It's not like I'm a prude, but I just don't want to hear it. So I'm like, you can listen to that when you're not in the car with me. So he put on 80s on Sirius XM. And... <laughs> I was singing along with everything. He's like, "Oh wow, you actually do know some music," and I thought, "I guess that's true." This was when I was plugged into that and enjoyed this music,
1: and and it was really pleasant to me. I was singing along. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, so okay.
1: yeah. You know, one of one of my first jobs. I was in school. I was sixteen, and in Lynchburg, Virginia, I worked for the Most Hits U one hundred and two FM. <laughs> and on Friday and Saturday nights, I would play. You know. Uh, you know, Lisa, Lisa, and Cult Jam, and you know, eighties <laughs> songs. While all of my friends worked at the mall and would listen to my programs. So, well,
0: now we know uh, who's going to this event. Okay,
1: that that gotcha. would be yeah, that's yeah. definitely. But um, and then to, to round out the weekend, I'm mm-hmm. going to take you all the way into Monday, uh, the Poe Museum's birthday bash uh, tomorrow. I just want to wish. Edgar Allan Poe, a happy two hundred fourteenth birthday! Wow, uh, really! Tomorrow is the two hundred fourteenth birthday of uh, Edgar Allan Poe, so they have a three days, uh, uh, a weekend of festivities to mark uh, the hundredth anniversary of the Poe Museum, which is very cool. So Saturday and Sunday is a birthday bash for the uh, for the uh, the legendary um, writer from Richmond, mm-hmm. um, and then on Monday. Uh, they have a, a big event at Dominion Energy Center where they will have uh, writers, uh, R.L. Stein, who wrote Goosebumps, and I'm going to butcher this name, Inde Oka Ruffor, I guess, who wrote Black Panther. Okay. I can't pronounce okay. that name. I'm just reading it. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they take the stage to honor uh, Edgar Allan Poe. The Master of the Macabre. Very interesting. um, You know, if you
0: haven't been, if you're new to Richmond or you're a Richmond or you've never been to the Poe Museum, it's worth going, and you realize that this Richmonder with the family, I mean, isn't his mother buried at St. John's Church? There are a lot of connections to Richmond with Edgar Allan Poe, and he was one of the most famous people in the world in his time, and Mm -hmm. we forget. That's really an interesting perspective when you think of... um, Who is it who wrote uh, Harry Potter? Uh, J.K. Rowling, right? Rowling, Rowling. Yeah, yeah. so a lot of, um, most people would recognize that name. They would have recognized Edgar Allan Poe at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. Who else is a famous big-time writer today that would be comparable maybe
1: on some level? Maybe a Stephen King or, or right. something like that. I think, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, world famous for his time. Baltimore likes to claim him, but I think we we have a rightful uh, claim to him. But he's yes, unfortunate that
0: his body's in Baltimore is because the Democrats killed him up there. Um, <laughs> ask the, ask the tour guide about that. About how. He was most likely abused in a Democrat voting scheme up there, and that's how he wound up dead. If I understand correctly, I wasn't there. I'm repeating mm. something that's been told to me, so maybe that's not good for me to do on the radio. Okay, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. I think that's, he's an important part of Richmond's history. He's escaped the cancel mob, <laughs> probably because of the macabre stuff. Thank you for bringing and that up, Dave.
1: Yeah, the museum is a great thing. If you've got folks visiting from out of town, that's one of the top five I think you ought to take them to when they Me come too. in. So, Dave Saunders, here Richmond,
0: chief idea officer at Madison and Maine PR, always appreciate the chance to talk to you. Thank you. I'll talk soon, John. <laughs> okay.